because the date is now out of the equation in the question in terms of the timing, then the next important thing becomes the indicators of what will show that Jesus is about to come. It's interesting when you look at the Greek because the Greek, the Greek word used here to mean sign means it's, it's, it's a word that its etymology suggests how, you know, signs that were used in the past to help to indicate to a person how far they are towards the city that they are going towards. And in this time and age where social media is ablaze with a lot of information that contradicts faith, be careful of what your children are watching and what you watch because some of the things that you watch are intended to deviate you from the truth. And this may be a slow process that detaches you, detaches you until you find yourself away from the cross. Don't allow things that takes you away from the cross and the truth of the Bible to be at the core. Stop it. Hello and welcome to Expansion Revolution Nuggets. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to continue our discussion. We are now sitting on the big series on the coming of the Christ, but I'm dealing with now the, the signs of his coming. Now, I need to make this as I go towards the signs. Now, remember there were three questions that I've asked and we asked the previous question that I asked is, when will this thing happen? And Jesus provides a very strong clarity. No one knows when these things will happen. And if you look at the second question, which will be, what will be the sign of your coming? Now, it is important in dealing with the signs of the coming of Christ to recognize that because the date is now out of the equation in the question in terms of the timing, then the next important thing becomes the indicators of what will show that Jesus is about to come. It's interesting when you look at the Greek because the Greek, the Greek word used here to mean sign means it's, it's, it's a word that its etymology suggests how, you know, signs that were used in the past to help to indicate to a person how far they are towards the city that they are going towards. You know, it's more like uh, recently I was driving to one of the, uh, the major villages here in the name of Mahalapi. So as you go there, there's a sign that says Mahalapi 20 kilometers, and then you get to Mahalapi 10 kilometers. So, so in reality, uh, that, that's a road sign, but here's what it does. It indicates to you how far you are towards where you are going. So that's what the signs of the coming of Jesus doing. They're not necessarily big landmarks, but they are big indicators that we are closer to where we are about to where we are going in, in, the, in the name of where, when Jesus would come and show up. Now, we want to get into that question and then embedded in that question is what will also be the signs of the end of the age. Now, let's go to verse number, number four. Here's Jesus' response and he says, Jesus answered. He says, watch out that no one deceives you. 
I like this in the Greek because the meaning of the Greek word that says watch out or, or take heed is a very important word because in the Greek understand it means look and listen. That's, that's the, the, the etymology of the word that is used there. So that, so that the first thing that came out of Jesus as a sign that they need to become aware of is, guys, please, this is important. Make sure that you become careful of what you see and what you hear. And, and I know that this is not something that we have taken as a sign in before, but it's very interesting. If you do a very strong textual criticism on this text, you recognize that there's a lot embedded in the Greek way of thinking in terms of take it, watch out. It means, guys, this is important. Please, please be careful. And, and, and when you become careful of what you hear and what you, what you listen to, make sure that no one deceives you and, and i think this this is important for me and i think in my study as i come back into eschatology i've never looked at this this way but i want to urge you that one of the greatest signs that jesus said first because i want to urge you that this there's a very great importance in the order of the signs of the coming of christ and the first one have to be deception now, most of the time, we run into other signs that comes in. But the first sign that Jesus is coming again is that there's going to be a very strong deception. And I did a little bit of work in terms of studying this word deception. And if you look at it in the Greek etymology of the word used there, it actually means that be careful that no one puts pressure on you to veer off from how you have always done things. Now, remember, Jesus is talking to the disciples. They're around him and he's saying, guys, please, 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 be careful, guys. Be careful. Look, listen. Don't just agree with everything. Don't just take everything to be truth. Make sure that no one puts pressure on you to veer off from the truth that I have given you. And I think there's no any time like now where there is too much pressure for people to veer off from the truth. It's more like you are departing from an established pathway. Jesus is saying, please be careful that no one leads you astray. That's another meaning. No one leads you astray. No one takes you from the route that you have always known to the route that you don't know. That means deception. Now, one of the major signs that Jesus is coming back, it is going to be a sign of deception. Are you finding people putting pressure on you to stop praying? I mean, somebody shows up in your, in your office and say, no, I was praying, say, are there people who still pray? You need to stop that. That's barbaric. That's, that's old stuff. You can't do that. They are putting pressure on you to veer off from the art of praying. I mean, you are sitting down with your wife and your family and you are, you, are, you are reading the scripture in the evening before you can go to sleep and you are exhorting them and you are putting the law of God and the word of God into them and somebody says, no, you are abusing your children. Why do you make children to read the Bible? I mean, why do you make children to pray? Well, they are, they are influencing you to depart from ways that you have known for the longest time to be functional. I mean, you love your wife, you, you stick to one person and, and you are faithful to your wife and your husband and somebody shows up to say, no, you, you need to be man enough. I mean, there are options. I mean, there are this. That's pressure and that's deception. The, the provision of alternative ways of doing things that does not align with God's word is deception. So as Jesus is about to show up, there's going to be pressure for deception. And my encouragement is keep what has kept, what has brought you this far. 
Some of you are product of prayer. Some of you are product of reading the word. Some of you are product of going to church. And I know right now there's too much pressure. People are now, some people are scared of going to church as if COVID resides in the church. Whereas church is doing a lot better than a lot of organization in terms of social distances and ensuring that there's a lot of, of compliance to what is expected of us. But there's pressure to say, no, I can, now I can do without church. That's deception. The pressure for you to abandon ways that have brought you and helped you to be who you are. So for us to tell that Jesus is going to come, this is the major sign that you are going to experience pressure to change how you have been doing things. I call this an experiential sign. And for me, I'm still doing a lot of work in this text. For me, it becomes so important because all other signs that Jesus talks about them after this these verses, they are external, you know, they are environmental signs, they, they are natural signs, they are, they are political signs. All of them are external, but deception is internal. Jesus says, please take heed, no one deceives you. And I'm saying this, the Greek word implies no one puts pressure on you to deviate from what you have always known. That's deception. And in this time and age, there'll be people who will come to you as a young girl, as a young boy to say, no, you still believe in living holy for the Lord. You still believe in purity. That does not work. Go ahead and waste your life. You still believe in fasting. You can't do things that way. Now, when you see yourself under pressure to abandon some of the practices that have brought you up that agrees with scripture, know that it's because Jesus is about to come. And when he's about to, to come, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, there's going to be pressure for us to abandon our way of doing things that the Bible advocates for. Take heed, behold, which means look and be careful of what you are hearing. And in this time and age where social media is ablaze with a lot of information that contradicts faith, be careful of what your children are watching and what you watch because some of the things that you watch are intended to deviate you from the truth. And this may be a slow process that detaches you, detaches you until you find yourself away from the cross. Don't allow things that takes you away from the cross and the truth of the Bible to be at the core. Stop it. Don't watch things like that. Don't entertain things like that. Don't read things like that. You don't need to be, a, a, you know, to, to, to be defending all the time. Anyone who puts you on the defense line on the things pertaining to your faith and pressurizing you to do things as you, they do them is trying to deceive you. And the first sign that Jesus is coming back again is pressure to abandon pathways that has made your life to be who you are. Some of you are blessed right now. Your children are blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Your business is blessed because you fear God. You give in the house of God. You pray. You, you, you allow God to use you. But there is pressure that is coming from people in your circle that wants to make you feel like you have made yourself so that you abandon some of the principles that have made you who you are so that the enemy of your soul can then have access to you, deceive you, and draw you to hell. Don't be deceived. Jesus is coming back again. Stick to what has brought you up. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's see you next time. Please share this. Let's share this. Let's, let's popularize the fact that Jesus is coming back again and will empower a lot of people. Bye-bye.